Are you serious? I, I, I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. I, I did like 18 loads of laundry today. No exaggeration. Pretty sure it was 18. I'm tired. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. No, I, I, I don't want to cuddle. I know what cuddling means. Cuddling means that at some point your pants come off and I have to do things. I want to cuddle. I want to go to sleep. Are you serious? It's a school night. Those are my pants, not your pants. Can I help you? Did you lose something? Seriously? I'm on my period. You pouting? Are you seriously pouting right now? Dad, what are you doing? Playing the ring game? That he made, which is okay with me. Because he could definitely be fucking bitches right now. And he's playing a ring game in the kitchen. Leave my man. Beautiful, I got a question. Yes, babe. If you weren't married to me, what you be doing right now? In these streets. You be in these what? <laughs> I believe the dude should be tied up in these streets. <laughs> What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. It is Friday, and this is the Wake Up Show, part of the Free Agent Lifestyle podcast here on the Free Agent Lifestyle channel. I am the author of the book, The Free Agent Lifestyle. So if you hear any content related to The Free Agent Lifestyle, it was written by yours truly, and I know you found me here today. We got a very important show for you hope strategists out here. This is going to be an eye-opening situation here. Because we always talk about these situations, about the bait and switch, about the marriage wheel, about how your wives are going to change, or at least she hopes, or in, in, inevitably, uh, people are disappointed in their marriage because the woman hopes uh, that the husband does change, and the husband hopes the wife doesn't change, all right? So the wife says, hey, I hope he grows up and matures. And then the husband says, I hope she never changes the way she was when she was in college. And then inevitably, both the... The both things, the opposite happens, and then both people are disappointed. Anyway, I kind of screwed that up, but uh, nonetheless, we're going to get into the show. Great video that is going to, we're going to break it down. It comes from the Dave Ramsey uh, lineage. It doesn't come directly from his show, but it, it is an example of, of, of what we're talking about in marriage and how marriages are so ineffective. I've broken down, and I've basically been the assassin 
uh, to the idea of romance, and I've uh, related it to the idea of pornography. Both of them have the same negative effects, and both of them put unrealistic expectations on two partners, right? And so you're going to hear a woman directly deliver a message for you, for you gentlemen, uh, to tell you how wives change. And when they change, they treat you basically like a child. And um, and then at some particular point, the bait and switch occurs, and then it puts you in a negative position in your marriage, and then ultimately you're going to lose. So he's a lose-lose proposition right now. And uh, before we do that, let's get into the Super Chats and the Cash Apps, and um, and then we will um, talk about uh, a couple other quick items real quick and uh, go from there. All right, so anyway, let's get some Super Chats done. All right, who's in here? Warhammer. Not Warhammer. Elijah Bryant says, thank you for keeping it real about KS on the last stream. You're speaking the facts as usual, coach. And and that's you. Yeah, we won't belabor the point. It is what it is. I, I always, you know, I was thinking about it. I was like, how, how could I make it simpler? Um, I would I would say it would be it, it would be the same as if all of a sudden you tune into some content creator show. We'll just take it off KS for a minute. He was the one that was responsible for it. But let's say you tune into a content creator show. And they went through the marriage will. They took the marriage will graph and said, I found this great idea. And I'm going to show you modern women of how marriages fail. And then they take the marriage will graph and they go through it step by step. And then prior to showing it, they say, I'm, I know who the creator of this is, but I'm not going to mention his name. All right. And then they go through step by step and then they build their whole show on the marriage will. All right. And then at the end of it, they say, well, we ain't going to tell you who I got it from. I mean, that would be. That would be similar. I would be sitting there going, <laughs> I would have to stare Martin Luther Lee at the dude, right? And so I don't care who it is. Like, it's take any content creator, any, and, but everybody in the audience knows I would have to stare Martin Luther Lee at the person. Everybody, I mean, many people in the audience would know that the marriage will would be mine, right? Prime and decline would be mine. Uh, the 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 um the iceberg theory would be mine, right? Uh, they would know that, but only a small percentage of that audience would know that because this person has a larger audience. And then they go, nah, we ain't gonna tell who it is. Like that would be, I would be going, wow, right? And so that's basically I what, what it was akin to, all right? Intentionally showing something related uh, from a content creator, but then and going out of your way to not give that person the credit. That would basically be like, wow. Right. Um, and, and the we know what the intent was. The intent was to keep the audience from knowing who the other person is. You know, it is what it is. So we know what it is. We called it out and everybody should be able to call, be called out on stuff. All right. Warhammer says, I remember everything by Lil Boosie, free agent lifestyle. Lil Boosie. Is that different from Boosie badass? I don't know. Or Boosie bad uh, rear end, as we call it over here, because we try to this is a family show. This is a family show over here, as they say. I try not to curse over here, although some things might have to be explained in graphic details. But this is a family show. Is that Boosie? Bad tail? It is. We call him bad rear end. Pause. <laughs> and I think Boosie watches my show, by the way. Lil Boosie and Lil Boosie bad rear end are the same guys. Hey, listen, Boosie watches my show. And I'm going to tell you how I know he watches my show. Because he was on Vlad TV. And shout out to Lil Bootsy or Bootsy Bad Rear End. <laughs> All right. Um, he watches my show because he was on Vlad TV. And Vlad TV asked him about, you know, Bootsy likes the sisters and all that stuff. But he asked him about white girls. And Bootsy was like, yeah, you know, I don't mind white girls or whatever. But then he was like, I like real white girls. All right. I wish I could show the clip. And then Vlad was like, what, what do you mean real, real white girls? And he was like, long backed it. 
He literally said long backed it. So I know I didn't create long backed it. All right. I know I didn't create flat backed it. I have, but I'm going to say, I mean, you're going to have to show me somebody that has talked about long backed it, flat backed the Kayleys as I have talked about them. You would have to show me that in order for me to back down in my belief that they got, he got, he got that for me. I'm going to just go ahead. I know content creators do that. And you're like, oh, yeah, you got it. Everything's from you. But I'm just going to say, I mean, long backed it. That might be. So shout out to Bootsy Bad Tail. Bad Rearian. <laughs> uh, anyway, man. Bootsy Bad Behind. <laughs> All right. Uh, the Black Blur says, Coach, you heard about this pastor. His name is Brian, Brian Suave. Is it Brian Save? And he says on Twitter, he said that women should stop posting pictures of themselves scantily clad. And as a rebuttal, women slid in his DMs and sent him photos of themselves naked. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I did hear that tweet. I did hear about it on Twitter. I went on just for a minute. And I think I think people were saying that that uh like he lost the argument or the debate by um by um you know having women send themselves naked pictures i think he won <laughs> i think he won in that one now he's got pictures he just said stop posting them he didn't say stop sending them to people right so if you sent them to my dms he just said stop posting them so i'm pretty sure he got a couple of spank bank material thanks to the women i mean is that harassment i mean i don't know what the, it, it is what it is oh joker did a video on it it's goofy. I mean, what? Well, <laughs> I mean, if I want, if I want free pictures of uh, women, free fit feet, if I wanted free feet pictures of women, all I have to do is say, you know, you women shouldn't be sending, uh, uh, posting pictures of, um, uh, feet pictures, <laughs> right, on the internet, and then women start sending me feet pictures. I think I won. Here we go. I will literally take that. And I mean, is that what I got to do? All right, ladies. Stop posting pictures of yourselves and feet. And by the way, my DM, my Instagram is Coach Greg Adams TV. And if you wish to send pictures of your feet over there as an example of what you should not post because you shouldn't be posting them, uh, feel free to do so. Yeah. Oh, here they come. Ping, 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 ping. Oh, this is ridiculous. Oh, stop. Please stop doing this. Oh, this is just going too much. Hey, I implore you to stop using this strategy. <laughs> oh, look at these feet. Oh, my. Oh, oh, my God. Boy, look at them fat feet. Oh, look at them bare paws. Jeez. <laughs> that was some reverse psychology like hell. I think he won. All right, Ricky Webster says, I love my coach and also my coach gang. French toast props do. Yes, sir. Tony Bryant says, coach out here giving us the 2030 no marriage game. But Gumps be like T.I. But Gumps be like T.I. saying, what you know about that? And he also said, what do y'all say? Where that at, though? Where that? He said, soon her peace leave goes from salmon to onions. Oh, smell like a bag of onions. Greg T. Man says, hey, coach, let's face it. These are the dark ages. These are the dark ages of dating American women. Yeah, this is, we're going to have to have a very big, swift comeback. And I don't think women are going to give, they're not going to, they're not coming back to what you believe that they should. 
So it's either going to be simpism or I don't know what it is. There's going to have to be a massive event that uh, pulls the rug from up on the people. But there's also people believe that we're too comfortable, that we're too big to fail. Right. We're too big to fail. So they'll they'll never come back. People are like, what do you mean survival? What do you mean they need caves? What do you need? Women are always going to be financially protected until there's no more. There's no more money to protect them. Right. So. Um, guys, when I, when I say that and women, I want women to know, I'm not trying to change you. I'm not the content creator. That's going to say, see, you guys are messing up. I'm not the guy, the, the, the church pastor. Hey, stop posting pictures of yourself. Ladies. I'm fully, I'm a full all out participating shark. I smell blood in the water. Okay. Whether you call it period blood or whatever kind of blood, I smell blood in the water. Uh, you guys are going to die in the end of this. I mean, we're all not, we're all going to go, we're all not, we're all going to die at the end. But anyway, um, I'm a full participant in the debauchery. I just want to let y'all know. I don't want to, I don't want to see anybody walk down. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Look, I got money. It's just not, I'm one of the sharks. I smell blood in the water and I'm a fully participate in the consuming of whoever's bleeding. I don't care. I ain't trying to chase you. I ain't trying to change you. I ain't trying to chase you. I can easily gain access to the uh, guys that my cup, it, my cup overfloweth. My cup is overfloweth of the 304th and the hoeth. All right. I, I don't have time. I don't die. I don't have time, man. There's, there's, there's too much debauchery out here to change. I tried to be Elijah. I tried to point people in the right direction. All right. I tried to expose the Jezebel spirit, but. Y'all hoes want to be in these streets? I just listen. I got money. <laughs> Enjoy the decline. I'm going to watch my cup runneth over. That's what I meant. My cup is runneth over. I don't have time. I'm not trying to change you. I'm not trying to even prove you wrong. All right. And there's a bunch of good women here. But coach, what do we do? We're good women. All right. Hey, good luck. All right. That's what I'm going to tell you. Good luck. I don't have time for this. And um, um, yeah, this is the dark ages. The only thing that's going to change it, you know, you know, my five principles, the five things that are going to change things back to what where it was. Uh, we lived in a fluffed up society. We live in a society. All of this is a facade. All of this is a facade. I mean, I just want you to know that every day you wake up, you wake up in a you wake up on a hamster wheel, but they dressed it up like you're actually achieving something. Right. Like some most of you guys are slaves still to this day. You guys are no different than the slaves of the past. But you think that was yesteryear. Mm. Most of you are slaves to the economy, slaves to whatever these agendas are. You're slaves to the corporations. You're slaves to the public school, public school indoctrination camp. You wake up every day, but you're just a hamster on a wheel. <laughs> you get in your car, you go there, you drive in traffic, get to your commute. <laughs> like You dress the upper half of yourself, chime in and get on your little conference uh, email. Conference uh, video screen. Oh, I'm at work. <laughs> That's just on a hamster wheel. That's all you guys are. I mean, I mean, it don't even matter what race you are. You get ham and eggers, dude. You guys are just on the daily hamster wheel. Then they give you a couple of days off. Here's Saturday off. You can, you can barely take Saturday off. You still working. It's, it's, it's not much different. It's not much different. I know you think it's different because they gave you a couple of couple of things to distract your butt. Here's a $1,200 phone and a couple of $500, $800 iPad. And you think you're doing something. Take you eight years to save up to uh, get the iPad. 
I know people don't want to hear it, but you know, it is what it is. You guys, it is what it is. I ain't trying to change nothing. Ladies, if y'all want to go out there and you and your daughters want to run out here in these streets, in these streets, let me know. I can fit, I can fulfill your every wishes and need. All right. I ain't trying to change you. There's other content creators like, see, I told you, American women, you guys gonna run yourself to the way. Do you think American women? You think American women are gonna see the the, the wicked ways of their demise? You know, I, we finally see it. All right, men, here we come. Let's start marrying you. We'll start acting right. It ain't never gonna happen. They just gonna basically wait until we run out of money, and then they'll come back to you. They'll be like, oh. <laughs> Raul said Dave Ramsey really told a man to be a husband and pay off that lady's debt. I'm just staring Martin Luther Lee coach. And there was a couple of people who agree with her. I'm, I'm flabbergasted. This is why you don't get into marriage. All right. Go look at that Dave Ramsey video. That's exactly why you don't get into marriage. That girl was financially irresponsible. Her, so was her mother. Her mother's broke. So she's going to be the version of her mother in the future. And then this man comes in frugal, saving money, no debt. And then oh, his job is to pay her debt off. Oh, hell no. Simon Small, appreciate you, man. We got a couple more. Uh, John says, Coach got to take one on a date. Wait a minute, say, Coach got to take, wait a minute. Coach got to take one on a date. AOC or Jim Pasaki got to take them in the 911, open car doors, pull out chairs, the whole nine. Who you got? Ooh. Oh, man. Um, I would go with, God dang, that is rough. I think Jim Pasaki is really just a puppet. I don't know if she believes what she believes. She's just a sellout, right? She's selling out for the position and the money. AOC is just an idiot. I don't think she really, I can't, I couldn't handle five minutes with her. I would go Jim Pasaki, but maybe 10 year previous version of her. Not now, you know, redheads be declining fast. Redheads be going to decline fast, man. So, I mean, can I take out the 10 year previous? Like, what is she now? 34? I'll take the 24 year old version of her. All right. Orange woman bad. Redheads got it bad. They got it bad, bad, bad. All right. Iron Addict says, shout out to my coach and the coach gang. He says, uh, appreciate all the knowledge you drop and time you put in. Hashtag coach gang. Or he said coach gang for life. I got to get going, man. Um, I'm going to do two more uh, cash apps because the brother's here in the morning. Mr. Le Mr. King of Space says for channel support. Big one over there. And then Loud Pocket says, uh, first day of CDL school. Congratulations, man. Go get that license. Go get that license. And he also says for the ham and eggs. All right, for ham and eggs. You ham and eggs out there. Mouth breathers. Did I get XL Pro Services as well? A couple people from yesterday. Uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let me, let me show you this graph. Let me show you this graph. This is a great comic that I used to uh, see, and I was a hard time following it. I mean, hard time finding it. And then I found it. I found it. I was like, finally, this is what I wanted to show you guys. This is basically a photo of what most ham and eggers do as men. All right. We're on the constant, constant chase for money and situations. You know what I mean? To improve our finances. We have time in life. So when we're young, we're constantly chasing this money. All right. And as we age, as we tell you where your prime is going to be somewhere at the tail end of your 30s, Going into your 40s and 50s, you start getting a little bit of money. You start getting the bag. You gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> all right. You start getting a little bit of the bag. All right. And so what happens is you start feeling that sense of relief by having it, but you're still chasing it. And then at the end, you finally catch that money. You finally catch that money, but it's always at the tail end of your life. 
And it says you will always be able to make money, but you will never be able to get back time. All right. Um, you will never be able to get back time. And it says spend wisely. So when I talk about this idea of meat, money, energy, attention, and time, all right, this is the idea that I'm talking about. And many people think you're doing this to protect yourself against women or you're trying to leverage yourself. And we use the idea of leveraging this in order to get women. But you're doing this for yourself, gentlemen. It's not for women. That's what we have to under always understand. Leverage works because leverage is basically a byproduct of what you've done, all right? And so we we look at getting women as a byproduct. It basically happens as a result of, all right? Like when you poop, poop is a byproduct. I hate to get graphic, but poop is a byproduct. You don't live life to poop, but it's a byproduct of the food that you consumed, all right? What you did with your time and then what you did with the food that and you put it in your body. So eating is a result of being uh, a result of you having money to get food. And the better food you have, the better byproduct you're going to produce. All right. So the process of sitting on the toilet is a process, is a result of what you did. That goes the same with women. Okay. But you put women up front and you put your life goals and your missions behind. You waste time. You waste time. And then guess what? By the time you catch up to money, if at all you do, you ran out of time. <laughs> you ran out of time. So you guys got to understand when we talk about this and we say, yes, you're going to get leverage with women if you get money. You think I'm telling you, go get money to get leverage with women. No, I'm not telling you that. I'm telling you that you're going to get leverage. It's going to be, it's going to happen whether you like it or not. It's going to happen whether you like it or not. You're going to have leverage. It's a byproduct of you trading your time wisely and focusing on what you do. The, the leverage is going to be there, all right? So it's not you're not gaining this for leverage with women. Leverage is a result of these things, okay? So anyway, I thought that was a great comic. Uh, Napoleon Hill has a great uh, story about that, but I'm not going to belabor the point here. We get what we're talking about. Um, I might try to share this maybe on another time, this long thing, uh, what uh, Napoleon Hill was talking about, why men seldom succeed, succeed before the age of 40. And I read this before, but he talked about the enormous waste of time we do prior to the age of 40. And most of it is because um, our biology is working against us. And we're also trying to fit into the social norms. And we think we have the same time clock as women. So we're rushing ourselves to the altar in order to do what? You know, pass on our legacy and lineage and all of that stuff. So biology takes place. But what you have to understand, we're socially corrupt. All right. Our social contracts are bankrupt. All right. You guys are exposing yourself to a game that you rarely will win. And as a result, you're going to waste your time in this. So anyway, let me do. Um, is it time for the show to begin? Oh, shout out to Avery Vans on the timestamp game. Somewhere in the middle of the day or night, my man Avery Vans, pause, will be putting up the timestamps. He's been hired for the job. So he will put up the timestamps in a relatively, you know, by, you know, by 12, 10, 12 hours, maybe five, four, who knows? Sometimes it's midnight by the time I finish where he is. So he can't get them up. All right. We got it. All right. So let's get into this show. Let's pop this up. You want to see something? The bait and switch. 
the marriage will. I always share this with you guys. And if you ever see someone else share this, it's my will. Make sure you put in a comment section that I made this up. All right. So anyway, this is how it works. We've been telling you when you get married, you're going to find a woman. The honeymoon phase is going to come up. Everything's going to be fantastic. You're going to think that this woman will never change. She's never going to change in her looks. She's never going to change in the way she loves you. Uh, your love is unconditional. You believe in romance. She's following along with it. She wants to proceed into marriage. You don't think she will ever stab you in the back. Now, we know that the legal divorce rate is somewhere between 50, 60, 70 percent. Um, if you take uh, marriages over a 40 year period, it's well over 70 percent. All right. So when they talk about the 50 percent, 40 percent divorce rate, that is year to year, year to year to year. All right. But when you measure marriages over 40 years, it's a 70 percent divorce rate. With women filing 80% of them. And what happens? I'm not happy. <laughs> so this they go through this stage right here, which is the honeymoon period. Um, and then, then they go to the second stage, which is the investment stage. Now, most marriages will go through this investment stage, whether you just buy a property or, or you do more. Most of the time, there's kids going to be involved. So you get kids and kids' responsibilities and kid raising, child raising. This is basically a circus, but the funds have to start being invested, plunk down. Um, if you get divorced before this, which rarely happens, uh, she leaves with nothing. All right. She leaves with nothing. And then she's out of there. Right. And she's not going to do that. Most women aren't going to do that. They play good girl. They play good until they get through this investment stage. When this investment stage is had, then you get to this stage, which is stage three called the bait and switch. This is when I identified the time period in which. She changes the rules to the marriage, changes the rules to the relationship, and then you're supposed to change with her. It could be anything. It could be now I've raised kids. I want to go back to work or I did want to go back to work. Now I want to be a stay at home mom. All right. There could be affairs on both ends. I've identified that the woman says she's not happy. Because at this point of her life, she gets less attention even from her family members. Her own, her, her own mother and father only want to see her because the kids, the grandkids, right? They don't want to see her anymore. So her attention goes away. She's basically a workhorse for the family. The man is the workhorse for the family. He sees, they see each other less. They become sexless over time. And uh, she's not happy, right? Um, it could be she wants to go to girls' nights out now. Hey, I lost my baby weight. Hey, the kids are older. I'm going to go shake my ass. At, at girls nights out and the husband goes whoa what's going on here so a lot's going on here and this is when people get into marriage counseling right marriage counseling oh we need to fix something okay guys this happened in a whole bunch of marriages right here the bait and switch and normally if people if the man typically go from our perspective goes along with the bait and switch um then he's going to be what we call a henpeck husband this is when we get to the denzel washington yes dear all right, just so she he doesn't ruffle her feather, feathers. And every day, it's Denzel Washington like this here. Yeah, yo, 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 yo. And so in order to survive your marriage, you have to basically take the position of Denzel Washington. Yes, dear. Yes, honey. Okay, I'll sleep on the couch. Okay, I'll go to my man cave. Okay, honey. All right, yes. Whatever thing you say is right. Mommy knows best blah, 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 right? You get gumped out. And then you will come to me and say, you have a happy marriage, right? And you know, my marriage is successful. I, we're still together after 13 years, right? And then you find out he's just a, he's just a cuck. And so 
He's not happy. He ain't getting no peace leave. He want to be at the junior college. He jagging off the porn when she goes to the grocery store. Okay. And um, this is what's happening. Affairs start to happen as well. Uh, and she ain't succeeding him in that forever. So that's stage three. Stage four is if you don't go along with the bait and switch. All right. So if you say, man, screw you. All right. I ain't got no time for that. You whole masculine frame. And you say, man, I ain't doing a damn thing. Well, guess what? She has a legal contract that says, well, 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 if I file for divorce, which 80% of the time they do, if I file for divorce, that's your ass. Okay, so I'm going to just introduce you to the divorce court, family court, child support, counseling, marital counseling, child counseling, alimony. You lose time with your kids. You lose your house, lose half your assets. All right, so she said, oh, you ain't going to do what I want? All right, we, I'm out. She just says, I'm not happy. <laughs> All right, and so then you end up going through here. So a lot of guys figure this out, and they re-enter the wheel by getting married twice. I mean, I, I mean, if you haven't learned from the first mistake, you're going to make it twice. All right, but you're going to double down on foolishness. And then most dudes that get married um, twice in divorce, what they do is before they divorce, they try to save face. The marriage is already off the rocks within two or three years, and but they don't want to they don't want to tell anyone. So they're oftentimes internalizing everything and just taking all kind of abuse by participating in this romance game. So um, I'm going to do a couple super chats, then we're going to listen to the video of this woman explain. I'm going to go step by step and show you that this dude is doomed. All right, where are we at? Uh, Iron Addicts, did I get you, man? Shout out to you. Esteban Leon says, Coach, have you heard of Universe 25? It was an utopia, utopia experiment with mice, and it showed how society collapses when things go too well. YouTube it. YouTube, uh, Universe 25. Yeah, I always been telling you, man, the idea of a utopia is disaster. Okay? I'm going to definitely check that out. Um, it's a disaster. You don't want utopia. You don't want perfection because, I mean, there's no such thing. We're, we're, our society is as close to as a utopia as you could possibly get. And people are complaining left and right. As they say, um, what is the phrase about comfort makes weak men? A comfort makes weak and entitled people. It's not what you want. Somebody said this issue be taught in front of a sex ed class, another winner coach. The marriage will is undefeated. I'm letting y'all know. The marriage will is undefeated. Everybody should know this right up front. All right, El Chingon says, happy pretty feet Friday, coach. Yeah, man, shout out to the pretty feet women out here. YouTube trash talker, the free agent lifestyle. I've got assets, money. i got money. Stock, crypto, got real estate, and a seven-figure net worth. Never married, no kids, never will. I'm free. My man is free, and he got money, dude. Don't you want to be in that position? Anyone? Anyone? No? Nobody wants to be in that position? Y'all want some peace leave? This dude can get peace leave for minimal cost, right? Minimal. It would be pennies on the dollar. I I don't want to get too graphic again. I you know I'm just saying, once y'all get a piece of peace leave, what do y'all what do y'all get? Like let's just say let's give it like five hours later. <laughs> I always try to do. You get a piece of peace leave five hours later. Tell me what did you really get? It's one of those things that you have to really think about. I know, put it in perspective. You bust that nut. When you get older, you most likely will not bust a nut, right? It, be, it becomes difficult because you've got a lot of it already and you don't have the same value, all right? You bust, and then five hours later, like, you know, you're going to say, 
I had her face in the pillow. You know what I mean? You might feel good about that. You know, like, I was really digging her out. Boy, that bust, that nut I busted about five hours ago, I can still feel it. I feel the results of that. I'm still tingling. My feet are still, my toes are still curled. And if this woman is still around five hours later, it's not what you wanted. You probably don't want her to be there. You probably just want to go to sleep in some peace. You want to get her hot-ass body off of your body. Get her hair out of your face. The only thing is basically, like, you want to tell the world. You want to shout out to the world. I got some peace leave. That's what you want to do. You want to tell everybody, hey, hey, everybody, I just got some peace leave. You want to be able to cheek it out, put it on your board here. Cheek, you know. That's the 57th piece of peace leave I got. Like, you want to do stuff like that, but you can't really do it because it's classless. So you can't tell the world you got a piece. You basically got to just be like, just got a piece. <laughs> and then what? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, and then what? <laughs> That's what y'all don't get. There's nothing else that comes from it. Now, the, the other stuff that comes from it is very negative. All right. It starts to get negative at that point. Right. She's still around. It's going to cost you some money after the fact. It's going to cost you more money after the fact. She felt like you progressed too fast. Oh, I really didn't want to do that. Let's wait a while before she wants. She's trying to get get something out of it. She puts her paw out. She's trying to get an extra date. She's trying to get a relationship out of it. You literally, it starts to go downhill pretty fast. You want to take a shower. You just want to wash your slimy off in the sink without making her feel like she's dirty. I hop right up out of bed, be at the sink. <laughs> All right. There's really not much to it. And I think we put way too much time and value on it. I get it, dude. I get it, guys. But we put way too much time and value into this. That most of the time, after we bust, it becomes very much valueless to us. <laughs> it starts going right down the hill. All right, the, the time that you put into it, you start looking back. Oh, damn. I did all that for this? Tell me y'all not have ever had that thought. <laughs> y'all never had that thought? Damn, oh, man. Now she got to stay here. She's asking to spend the night. I got to wake up with her in the morning. I got to shuffle her off. I got to get her out of the house as soon as possible. I just want to smoke a joint. I just want to play some damn Nintendo. I want to play some mat. You just want to get rush her the hell out of there. It doesn't mean anything anymore. Like, why did I do? Now I have to invest more time just because I wanted a, a nut. <laughs> See, this is how men think. And this is what you give up. This is why I tell you, man, look. You want what YouTube trash talker has. Then at that point, I got money. It becomes a very cheap investment. And it becomes the cheap, it, it becomes the investment that you really want. I swear to God, it becomes the investment that you this is how you really want it to be done. Delivered right there on a platter, like room service, and then you want the maid to come clean up afterwards. That's what you want. Mm -hmm. If you could get that, if you could get that every day like that, you probably would do that. <laughs> you probably would do it exactly like that if you could do it and guarantee it 
It's a guarantee. Room service will be like, I got money. Here's your peace leave you ordered. Oh, thank you very much. Put that right over there. Thank you very much. How you doing, ma'am? We'll be here for a second. I'll have you back out. You'll be able to have another client in a minute. Here we go. Thank you very much. Hey, uh, someone will see you outside the door. I'll be in the shower. Thank you very much. Do not steal the watch or the computer or anything else. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much, ma'am. Hey, look, you have a nice life and a good day. <laughs> the maid come making your sheets. She fluffed your pillows up, put a nice piece of chocolate right there on the end of your bed, right there on the pillow. You eat your chocolate, you brush your teeth, then you eat your chocolate or vice versa. And you be... <laughs> oh, did I get the roar? I forgot the roar. That's how guys really probably would do it almost every time. But instead, you do the opposite. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You do the opposite. Chase, 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 chase. Then you bust a nut. Now you got to let her down. Well, you know, we really ain't. No, I'm not really looking for a relationship. I really want you to leave now. Why you want me to leave? Oh, you just want, you think I'm that type of girl? No, I really don't think you're that type of girl. I really like you, but, you know, I, I want my space. Well, I ain't leaving. You ever tell a woman to leave? You ever tell a woman to leave? You know, it's time for you to go. And you just got some peace leave from her? How's that going to go about? Now, I know the chats that Tyrone say they do it all the time. If you're a regular dude and you'd be like, oh, oh boy, look at the time. Oh, boy, it's time to go to sleep. Thank you very much for coming. Uh, I'm sorry, what? Oh, you just want me to leave, huh? Uh, yeah, you know, it's not that I really want you to leave and all, but it's just I had to get up early in the morning. Well, when you was inside of my guts, you didn't have to think about what time you had to get up. Uh, yeah, well, I'm not inside of you now, so I have to go to sleep now. Guess what she does? She drags her damn feet. She dragging her feet. She leaving all slow. She looking at her phone. She in the bathroom. She doing taking all day. She's stealing your toilet paper. She's sitting on the edge of your bed. She can't find her watch. I put my watch somewhere. Did you see my earrings? She putting on her shoes all slow as hell. You like, bro, would you get your ass up? Get out, get out of here like the building's on fire. You know what I'm saying? She packing her bag. She shuffling through her bag. I can't find my keys. <laughs> you like, get out. It don't take 40 minutes to get out of here. She can't put her bra on, right? Can you help me snap this up? I can't figure it. Get out. You know what I'm saying? That's what you want to do. <laughs> yeah, man. I'm telling you. And so the reason why she's doing that is because she don't want to feel cheap. Well, the next best thing to do is. I got money. You just go. Hey, look. Delivery. Service. Delivery with the smile. <laughs> And you can't leave them in a hotel either. A lot of guys are saying just get a hotel room. If the room is in your name, you can't leave her there. Right? Well, thank you very much. I busted. I'm out of here. Shout out to you. Credit cards, incidentals are on my credit card. I'm out of here. Don't damage the hotel room. Bruh, soon as you leave there, she tearing it up. <laughs> she tearing that hotel room up. She charging incidentals. She going in that little refrigerator. She taking all them damn things out the refrigerator. All right, look. You guys always think there's a better solution. Oh, just think of here. Do, do not leave them at a hotel room. 
Don't leave they ass. Leave with them. But then you still have the same problem. Hey, we got to get out of here. Whoa, you think I'm just a pumping dump? Oh, shit. She going to charge everything to your room. Five room services. <laughs> she going to cut out pieces of the carpet, take the drapes, the towels, and the robe. Hell no, man. No. She going to have a party. She going to invite Chad over for seconds. Chad going to tear up everything. <laughs> All right, anyway, do not leave them in the hotel room. Don't do that. Vlad P, last one. I know I went off on that one. All right, he says, I don't know. I love my job. Always put on always put on a new client to audit financial statements. Learning a ton about business. Soon we'll be making big moves with my cash. And Vlad P is in a great financial position. So shout out to you. I got to get to the show. Sorry, uh, content cre- Sorry, super chatters. All right, I went off on that point. But the point needed to be made. All right, have her pay for the room. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you have to have that. But again, good luck on that strategy. I mean, not a lot of women are going to pay for the room. I mean, you can get some, but mostly not. That It's, it's going to be a difficult thing. You can have her pay for the room. All right, I always consider that, man. I'm like, I ain't leaving no woman at no hotel. All right, somebody did that. That actually came up. That actually came up with the celebrity that did something like that. I can't remember who it was, but they had they would have girls at hotel rooms and then the, the girl will charge up all the stuff on the hotel room. All right. So check this out. This is from the Dr. John Deloney show. Oh, Dr. John, I'll just let you know, because you are kind of not YouTube. YouTube. You have less than 100,000 subscribers. You've uh, came along on the Dave Ramsey train. So I just have to let you know, you're probably going to get a notification that I used this video. But what I'm going to tell you, Dr. John, is this. Yeah, fair use. Excerpts of copyrighted material may, under certain circumstances, be quoted verbatim for purposes such as criticism, news reporting, teaching, and research without the need for permission from and or payment to the copyright holder. So I just have to let that be known. We can use this content in a fair way to deconstruct or construct or criticize or whatnot. Now, I will say Dr. John does come from the Dave Ramsey family, and as such, his his information will be listen i'll just give it like this dr john is 90 percent spot on with the information that he gave about this woman but i will stop the video routinely because you have to do so under the fair use guideline and criticize and teach so that's what we're gonna do are we ready let's go let's go to emily in atlanta georgia hey emily what's up hi dr john how are you i'm good how are you i'm well thank you excellent what's up how can i help Okay, so um, my question is, how do I keep... By the way, that's a nice studio. Definitely something that I would probably try to achieve in the future uh, going on. Here we go. My marriage, like, fun and silly, spontaneous and oh, wait. whatnot. Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. My question is, how do I keep my marriage, like, fun and silly, spontaneous and whatnot um, when... <laughs> Hold my- on. Yeah, hold on. I'm hold on, Doctor John. I'm ahead of you here. How do I keep my marriage fun, spontaneous, and silly? Mm. Uh, it doesn't happen. That's not what marriage is, right? <laughs> that would be a that would be a fling, right? That would be a fling for about six months. Marriages aren't spun spontaneous and silly. Marriage is a business, and marriage often gets turned into a business really quick. And you're gonna see she's a big buzzkill. But let's go ahead. Husband. Those were a bunch of words for sexy. Is, am I 
Am I right? Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> yeah. How do you keep your marriage sexy when? Yeah. yeah. Um, when my husband is constantly making jokes or innuendos that make me feel uncomfortable because my kids are around. Okay. So as you guys know, this marriage has a kid, has kids involved. And um, it seems like now she's saying you're treating me like a piece of meat. And I don't like it, especially when the kids are around. But unfortunately, when you have children, kids are going to be around a lot. Even when you put them to bed, they're going to be around. They has always got to get up, get some water, go do something, go take a piss, go something. They're going to ruin your sexual life. All right. The only way you get around it is locking them in the door. But that is called kidnapping and false imprisonment. Can't do that. Gross. <laughs> Why does he do that? <laughs> um. Our kids are really young. Okay. We have three kids, two and under. Okay. Um, and so here it is. My husband makes sexual jokes around our young kids, and I don't like it. I'm not happy. <laughs> here we go. So I think, I think it stems from because, well, before we had kids, uh -oh. I mean, we just lived on our own, and it was you know, two years ago, mm. we could say whatever we wanted whenever we wanted. Yeah. Ah, there it is. Before we had kids, this was fair game. Remember when I showed you the marriage will graph and I said, before the kids, the honeymoon period is there. You'll be able to do things. Then once the investment comes, you had kids. Now she's going to change the rules up. Oh, I don't like that no more. We can't do it that way anymore. Let's change the rules in the middle of the game. And he's going, what? So she wants to change the rules mid-game, and now she's not happy. I'm not happy. All right, let's continue. <laughs> Some people say hire babysitters, go to a hotel. Um, I don't know if you know, when you have young kids, this is damn near impossible. People are on a budget, right? So not a lot of people have a lot of time to do all of these type of things because now you have to have a babysitter. Um, if your family is not near you, you have to have somebody willing to spend long nights with your kids uh, or at least oversee. It, this is not uh, for families. For families with young kids, they don't have the resources half the time for that. So let's go ahead and continue. And that's oftentimes not spontaneous either. Uh, now, I think my husband still lives in that, that our kids don't understand. Um, but I guess I have a, a fear that because we have all boys, that they are going to pick up on this and think it's okay to treat women in a way that makes them feel uncomfortable. Okay, so I again, I'm going to stop this long-ass video several times. She is basically making my point. Let's go ahead and go up back on the graph, all right? Uh, back on the marriage will graph. What it sounds like is she's becoming a feminist, all right? So now she's identified some feminine, feminist ideas. And as you can see right here, wife becomes a feminist. In that such, now she's saying, you shouldn't treat me like this, and the boys should not treat, learn to treat women like this. But you have a healthy sexual uh, marriage. Shouldn't boys model them their relationship after healthy sexual marriages yeah sure why not and the kids are pretty young so she's acting like they're eight nine and ten they're really three in one but she's become a feminist now and she's identifying with feminist ideology right in right after the investment stage so again the marriage will and by the way point three scans like this all right point three scans like this okay so now the wife's becoming a feminist and she's identifying with feminist toxic, uh, feminist ideology. She's like toxic masculinity, and she wants him to change it because the kids are here. Oh man, this is what it is. All right, so let's go ahead and continue with uh, this particular point of the video here. Mm. Um, or 
you know, make comments about what they're wearing Mm -hmm. and not understand that that's just not what I'm allowed to do because I'm a man or Mm -hmm. something like that. Gotcha. Um, and so I've, I've explained this to my husband. And so it seems like it's a roller coaster. Like he'll do better for a little while and then he'll kind of revisit this behavior, so to speak, where I'm like, dude, I want to be comfortable in my house. Like, and I'm not. So she doesn't, she's basically said, don't treat me like a piece of meat. Okay. Now, previous to this, previous to the children, she said she didn't mind. Just keep that in mind. So people listen, uh, there's some women here that might not agree with anything that I'm saying, and it's totally fine. We're giving you from the male perspective. We're not giving you from a complete social indoctrinated psychology perspective or women. Uh, The reality is she's changing. Her, her, her idea of what the marriage is has completely changed. She changed the rules and now she wants him to go along with it. And this is going to be a disaster. This is called the bait and switch. Not comfortable making these jokes around my, my kids. Oh, did you hear that? Did you hear that? I want you to clearly clear this right here. Revisit this behavior, so to speak, where I'm like, dude, I want to be comfortable in my house. Like, and I'm not comfortable making these jokes around my my kids. Okay, so she just made three errors right there that it tells me it's over. She said, "My house, my kids." Guess what's happening to this marriage? She said it three times. I want to be comfortable in my house. I want to be I want to be comfortable. I want my I don't have something around my kids, my kids. She said it twice. Now, I don't know if you know, that is instinctively telling me that she's already removed the husband from this portion of the relationship. She's already staking claims. She's already taking territory. And when she says my husband, my kids, instead of our house, our kids, this is already a territorial uh, praying mantis. She's already praying mantis them in her mind. Okay, watch this. I'll play it again. Um, This behavior, so to speak, where I'm like, dude, I want to be comfortable in my house. Like, and I'm not comfortable making these jokes around my, my kids. So what, what this is, when, you, when, you, when you're going through this, you want to identify this. You want to identify this because this is early on forming of she's trying to figure out how to get her way out of this, and she's staking claim to the territory. Okay, so um, there was a point that I was going to make after that. Maybe I'll come back to it. Let's continue. Um, even so, though they're not receptive to it now, I just think that one day they will be. Sure. And I'm afraid that this problem, so to speak, won't be handled by then, and then it feels like it will be too late that this will be ingrained in them. So she's worried about something that might not even show up till years later. And he just wants to be, again, he's doing something that she accepted initially, but, but she doesn't accept anymore. Okay. So let me ask you a few clarifying questions. Number one, thanks for articulating that. Uh, uh, There's a lot there. Um, Before you had kids. Yes. If he told you something that he saw, thought you were sexy or you wore something and he's like, man, like I got five minutes. If you got five, like he, he, he was in it. Did you like mm-hmm. that? Or, I mean, was that something that was attractive to you? You liked being your husband thinking you were sexy and, and wanting to be with you or did that make you uncomfortable then? At that point, it may, I, I was fine with that. I was okay with it because. At that point I was fine with it because I didn't have no kids. Remember. She got to get the investment first. Let's just say she wasn't comfortable with it and she just bit her tongue and went along with it. That's because 
she she knew she couldn't divorce rape him and grape him, divorce grape him and leave him with nothing. There's no investment. She's got to get the investment first. She's got to get the kids. So this sex game is allowed because it has uh, consequences to the to the to the marriage, meaning kids can be produced from this. All right. But now kids are already produced and she's already trying to cut bait because it was rare. Not, was, not finding not, not finding okay. Like did yeah, that... I was I was comfortable with it. Like I accepted it. I liked it. Yeah. Okay. okay. Uh, I, whoa, boy, I was comfortable with it. I accepted it. I liked it before the kids. Okay. It was that... Well received. Okay. It was so well received. Well re and what I'm getting at is, was it something that you just tolerated? That's his weird thing that he likes to. And was that a weird? Yeah, you tolerated a, a, a strange sexual perversion he has, and and it's not. But I'm just just go with my language there. Right. Or did you like? No, it was awesome. I like being recognized. No, yeah, it was awesome. It okay. was rare then because before we had kids, my husband—he's a reserved person as it is. So it—it it, it was rare then. It seems like it's amped up since we've had kids, and maybe it's because um, it's because you ain't giving them no peace leave. I mean, come on, it's easy. He didn't have to do it because you guys were easy. You can initiate it easier, and you can be spontaneous. Now you have to be less spontaneous because there's children around all the time and he has a desire that needs to be met now this is a, there's a thing that's going to happen that's going to be negative after this and i'll get to some super chats after a couple more minutes of this but the negative thing about this is that once she discon once they if they manage to survive this what's going to happen is he's going to get trained and conditioned that he can't be sexualizing her and he's not going to initiate and then she's gonna the kids are going to get older and she's going to say why don't you initiate and then he's going to say, well, you told me not to. And he might be jacking off the porn or he might be watching, getting feet pictures. He might have a sugar baby. He might have a, a higher prostitute. He might start doing that, having an affair. And so he will never initiate with her. And then she's going to say, well, if you're not going to initiate with me, I'm going to go to girls nights out. And then she's going to go get that validation from other people on the outside world when the kids get older. And then she's going to say, well, I gave up my younger years. I missed this part of my life in my younger years. Now I'm going to go feel that now because I was at home raising kids. This is a disaster. This right here is a disaster. This dude better cuff his balls and get out. This is done. Here we go. Like, we're go. not able to have sex with us. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's exactly where I was headed. So, so. Since we've had kids, and maybe it's because, um. Like, we're go. not able to have sex as often. <laughs> there you go. That's exactly where I was headed. So, so he had a thing that worked mm -hmm. when he used it. And yeah. the work in his head, and, and again, he's not here to defend himself, so I'm just getting inside of his head, which is the thing I tell people never to do, but <laughs> this is a radio show, so here we go. Um, is he knows he had one thing, or maybe two things, or whatever, who knows, mm. that would make your eyes squint a little bit, mm -hmm. right? And now you you'll have two little you have two little ones, right? How old? No, we have three little ones. Three little ones. We have one that's almost a year, and then we have two twin boys that are almost three years. So to be fair, I think if she's a stay-at-home mom, she has her hands full. All right, uh, these are tough years for child raising years. And this is why I always make sure you guys know about postpartum depression. So this could be some postpartum depression symptoms uh, being extended on because she's had, she's been pregnant possibly 18 months out of the past 40 months. And she's has young children and children aren't easy, right? 
the mom is the hardest job in the world. And this woman's taking on all of that. Right. So um, essentially what she has now is the responsibility to the child. She has unconditional love from the child and the father can't the husband and the father can't compete anymore. So she doesn't have the unconditional love for him. She just is with him out of obligation. All right. For now, until she figures out how she can divorce him. Continuing on. Oh my gosh, y'all, y'all are probably getting close to the, the the biannual sex plan right now with three little kids. Yeah. Pretty right? much, That's, pretty much. Oh, oh yes. So they're not having a lot of sex. I'm gonna tell you that right now. They're not having a lot at all. Not with that. Not with that in the house. You got three tiny ones, and yeah. you've got a husband who misses you. Yeah. And we That's can definitely. we can say it's about sex. He misses you. Right. Mm -hmm. right. He misses the she he misses the wife that he married because now she's a mother and she now treats him like a child. Right. You can't say this. You don't do this. And so instead of sucking him off for five minutes and rolling over and going to bed, she's now doing what? I smell like a bad. She's doing this right here. I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Yeah. He misses who she used to be. And of, yes. of course, there's sexuality and all that. But he misses intimacy with his wife. And so, yeah, now he's doubling down on the only thing he knows. Here's yeah. the conversation that has to happen. And you, you did, man. I'm proud of you. First, for, first question I always ask in these situations is, have you actually told him? And you have, mm -hmm. which is great. Um, I, I think what the conversation you'll have to have is a deeper one. Because okay. it's not just about the comments. Because the comments are, he's only got one path to yeah. connection with you. To intimate connection with you, right? To sex. Right. The path below that is, oh my gosh, we have three little kids. What's happening, A, to our marriage? B, mm -hmm. like, how do we re-engage intimacy into this? This is what people don't plan for, right? I'm just letting you know. People don't think this is going to happen in their marriage. And when it happens, they don't have a plan. You should have a plan. If you're going to get married, and this is what Dr. John is saying, and uh, I'm not trying to criticize him. He's trying to give them spot on marriage advice. I would say, take, get your bag and run. Gotta get my bag and run. Yeah, he's gonna <laughs> cheat on her. Yeah, he. It's a wrap. Uh, it's pretty much a wrap. So it, basically, they're gonna have to just wait till the kids are 16 and then figure it out. All right, but um, but continuing on, it's it's just a mess that they have on their hand, and people don't plan for this mess, but it happens all the time, bros. And it's not through you telling me, making sexualized jokes about my body in front mm -hmm. of my three little kids. That's the least sexy, the, <laughs> the last way to get me in bed is this. So he's trying to tell, uh, maybe tell him to do it another way. This is a disaster. This is not going to work. And she's going to confirm that. Hold on for a second. Yes. <laughs> what you are going to have to think through is what does, what is a, an environment that he can help create that would allow you to feel sexy again. There is none. It's over. <laughs> I'm not happy. There, there's no environment. I mean, the environment would have to be start over. All right. And she's going to have to go find her Prince Charming again. She's kind of disgusted by him because he's impregnated her twice. So let's go ahead and continue. Okay. So you tell me, what are a couple of things? There's nothing, but let's go ahead and listen to this. As, um, in, 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 uh, let me back. In, oh, you hear that? Um, There's nothing. She's a she's a psych she's a psycho case, right? It's over. Listen again. Melina Gotsky says allow you to feel sexy again. Okay. So you tell me what are a couple of things? 
As, oh. in, in, uh, let me back. In, um, um, she ain't got no. She got a lot of complaints and no solutions. She got all complaints, no solutions. What her, what she wants to do is now divorce, great this dude, the kingdom come, and leave with his, with we leave with her kids and her house. That's what she's done. That's what she wants. Emily Nagoski says the offs off and the ons on, and I love that. Mm-hmm. What are the things that turn this environment into a hotter environment, for lack of better terms? There's no. What are the things that make it cold? Yeah, I think, and I've talked about on the show. She got nothing. Having dishes in the sink for some reason. Here we go. Chore play mm-hmm. makes my wife. I'm out. So here comes chore play. He's he's initiating chore play, guys. Chore play is a disaster. It never works. But let's continue, and then I'll go to the eight minute mark and do super chats. Like, yeah, I've got to get that done before any. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then there's other things that I'm like, I, I'm out, and vice versa, mm-hmm. right? So I know now. I just I'm gonna make sure the dishes are out of the sink. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dr. Johnson, the chore play, he's initiating chore play in which now the husband has to do the wife's responsibility in essence after coming home from work. This is why traditional uh, modern relationships don't work either is because the men ultimately gets guilted into doing, uh, you never do anything around the house despite the fact that he protects the house. He probably cleans out the gutters. He probably mows the lawn or has somebody pay somebody to mow it. Um, he does, he gets the oil chained in the car. He does a lot of things around the home that he doesn't get credit for. So now he has to do her stuff around the house to get credit for. Just, I'm just going to make sure that's a part of my life. Right. What are some things that would be ons for you? Environmentally Um, speaking. There she is. Um, she ain't thought this through. Kids asleep. (laughs) Yeah. There it is. Chore plate. Let them put the kids to sleep. Um, 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 yeah, cleaned up after dinner. After- yeah, clean up after dinner. All right. You do the dishes. You clean. You make meals on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. I make meals on Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. We go out on Sunday. Um, after the day, have all the toys away. Chore play. Chore play. Probably a clean bedroom. Clean the kids' bedroom. Chore play. Okay. So that there's. Do her job nothing to think about other than what's going on not like the laundry sitting in the corner or fold the laundry <laughs> chore play chore play chore, chore play does not work yeah. so, you know like that those are probably the top three just clean house all together clean space for sexual activity yeah. and then the kids asleep what does he, what does he do for a living my husband's in the air force air force uh-oh jody got your girl this is what happened. Jody got your girl. All right. He's in the Air Force. So he's away. He's doing what it is. Sound like Jody got your girl. Okay. Get a DNA test, sir. Mm-hmm. Is he a pilot? What does he do? No, he's um security forces. Okay. So let's let's pretend he's a pilot. This may be okay. a good analogy. You have to make sure that plane has been checked over, is all the electronics are working, all the systems are working, all the radars and all the stuff's working. And the cockpit has to be clean because those things are, there's a tight space there, right? They have to be clean. Mm-hmm. And if you sit down and say, hey, I I'm need you to forward. know. Okay. But now let me do some super chats. We're going to come back to this because it gets even hairier. It gets even hairier. This guy, this marriage is unworkable. How about, how about we just say this is an unworkable marriage cut bait right now. All right. All right, just go on. I can move on. You find happiness. She's not going to find happiness. She's going to be a miserable person forever because she's completely entitled. All right. Uh, but this is what men sign up for. This is what you sign up for. And and there's going to be guys. 
Okay, where's whole masculine frame follow into that? Where's pipe your girl down better fall into that? He's in a no win. There's no masculine frame. There's no amount of he needs to have better sex with her. There's no amount of that that's going to save it. And a lot of guys don't realize that, that, that going in. You think, oh, well, I'll just give her some better salami. Guys, <laughs> salami ain't the answer. You guys just come in in here holding salami in your hand. That ain't the answer, bro. She's she's a mess, and, and she's entitled, and she can be. Artificial womb or single mother says, uh, he says, God gave them over in the lusts of their heart to impurity so that their bodies would be dishonored among them. God gave up, he says, but not you, simps. So shout out to you for that. I think that's a scripture. I'm not sure. A man supporting men says, good morning, coach. And the coach gang, the LA traffic is something else, but I made it through. I'm going to miss th that Cali weather. You out of here. I am. Hey, I hear you, bro. It's tough to leave Cali, but people are leaving like crazy right now. Even wealthy people are leaving California. I mean, um, but uh, we'll leave it to the, to the socialists. It'll be all theirs. Tall, dark, and awesome. It says, forget 304s. Inflation going through the roof and rising. I believe somebody was just said that they're going to have an emergency raise of rates. All right. Because they're trying to tamp down inflation. We're in trouble. <laughs> I don't want to go into it right now, but we're in trouble. DK, and have you noticed that they're lifting all these coronavirus mandates all of a sudden because the election season cycle is coming up? All the cities are lifting them. LA's lifting them as of February 15th. Nevada, Las Vegas just lifted them. I mean, have you noticed that? Boy, I tell you, man. I tell you, man. They played you like a fiddle, and it's too late. DK Bradley, coach, we are all one BJ away from the plantation. I'm working overtime and listening to you daily to stay focused from Seattle. Shout out to you. Yes, we are. Raul says, I'd fold AOC, but then again, I'm a nasty boy. I'd fold AOC, but I can't look at her mouth. I don't like her mouth. Channel 1800 Dumb says, say hi to our, saying hi to our coachy New Zealand in the house. Was buff making coin fairly attractive and not smelly for 18 years. I got four to eight times a year. No marriage, no cohabitation, no long-term relationship. God bless all. So he said he was a husband buff making money fairly attractive and not smelly. And he was in an 18-year marriage and he got it four to eight times a year. Sheesh. It happens, brothers. Adrian Paul TV, he says, happy Friday, men, free agent lifestyle. He says, never improve yourself or swag out for women. Internal validation only back to Brighton next week. He's going skiing again, work hard, skiing and living life. Hit me with our favorite, Kaylee. All right, shout out to Kaylee. Kaylee's probably the most requested on here. And uh, we didn't used to have her zoomed in like this, but we do now. Hi, my name is Kaylee. I'm a blonde. I have no tips. I think boys fall in love with me, they always throwing fits. I like being single, no, I've never been cussed. These boys want our relationship, but I'm just trying to <laughs> I love it when Kaylee's are nasty like that, by the way. <laughs> ETC ready to work says, good morning. Coach and the coach gang, can I get a screw you? He says, can I get a screw you to these ladies for all my coach gang? He says, who don't love those, they get no dough, LOL. I believe he says, I tried to redo Jay-Z's word for the YouTube police, Jesus. I know that's her. Can I get, oh, I get it now. Can I get a F you to the ladies? I get it now. I get it now. I didn't get it, but I, now I get it. Rico Wilson says, hey, coach, I'm turning 22 tomorrow. I can't afford seeking, but I'm looking for tricks 
for trick any suggestion or oh, a couple of tricks thank you for the knowledge free agent lifestyle well then i have to go to then money looks and status well since you don't have the money you got to go to looks and status all right all right because then this that now you're trying to shortcut the game all right yeah yeah you guys are rough in your generation here maybe i'll think about a show all right blessings uh dgc more says blessings c g a thanks you thanks man castigator says the best a co-worker could do uh to try and sell me marriage was talking about when things were good then problems hit and he shut his mouth guys marriage is great for about six months to a year all right once the kids come it's gonna be difficult it's not gonna be romance and flower and rose petals and i'm gonna tell you something at some point she's gonna say she wants that to feel special and you're going to do it and you're going to and she's not going to get the feeling that she thought she would feel. This is going to be a hard thing to wrap people, your head around because you're going to bring her flowers. You're going to create the scene. You're going to get a hotel and all this stuff. Really what she what she wants to do is she wants to be in a hotel room by herself um, and quiet at the very minimum. And then after that, what she's going to do is she's going to achieve that. It's going to be an hour, two hours, three hours. She's going to have quiet and peace, not no children around. And then what's she going to do? She's going to go down to the bar. <laughs> Her ass going to go down to the bar. That's what the hell she's about to do next. All right. And then when she goes down to the bar, it opens up all possibilities. Then, then she's going to go down there and start getting piped. She's going to tell her story. Oh, I'm just away from my kids and my family and my husband's with the kids. He's giving me time away. I sat in my bathtub. I, I sat there in silence. I read a book. And then the guy's going to say, oh, man, you have kids? How many kids you have? I have three kids, a three-year-old, two three-year-olds, and a one-year-old. Oh, you? Man, you look like you just graduated from college. You don't even look like you had a baby. Oh, you what? Oh, you so hot? Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And then all of a sudden, her her feet are pinned down back to her ears. <laughs> and she come back glowing. She come back glowing. Oh, I had a great time. Thank you for taking care of the kids and sending me away for the weekend. It was fantastic. <laughs> and she got that salami. She got that pipe down. That she was not giving you when you were at home. She was not giving you this. Then she head over heels. She got her toes back to her ears, her knees back to her ears. All right. He's squeezing her lungs. He busting up. Get the hell up out of there. And now she get back in that tub and wash off and rinse off. <laughs> and she back coming back to you leaking. <laughs> Soggy. <laughs> Who says I'm lying, bro? This happens, dude. This is literally a predicted method of marriage. This happens all the time, bro. Same story. All right, J JL says, what up, coach of the coach gang? Here, uh, hope every day. I'm sorry. Hope everyone is dodging Cupid this weekend. Yeah, man, there's no such thing in my house, bro. <laughs> I was like, Emilio says, it's Friday, and all the ham and eggers want to do is a Zoom poom. Just shake your rub. Have a good weekend. Channel 1800 says, change the game midway, coachy, like that 304 married woman play chess. Now my king and queen can jump like a horse after marriage. It's done, brothers. It's a, it's a sad thing. Uh, Robert Moreno, paying my respects. Goat, 
Appreciate you, sir. Ronald Suarez says, Coach, all you say is facts. We only kick facts around here. And I don't want to hear about the one exception to the rule. We just, we, we call it like it is. All right. We call it like it is. And there's probably people here. That's not true. And it won't happen like that. Ask people. This, it goes exactly like this. I predicted this method. Um, it's, it's basically undefeated. It's facts. I mean, and, and, and the men who go through this, they have to suffer in silence. Hold on for a second. I have to sneeze. Every time I say that, I don't have to sneeze no more. But um, men have to suffer in silence because now when I say this, there's almost somebody going to be like, well, this is not true. It's not happening in my marriage. <laughs> when this happens all the time, bro, it is very predictive. And by the way, we're human beings, but we're animals. Our mating habits and our relationship habits are predicted right down to the end. And I'm going to give you proof of the prediction. There's people that go to law school to major in breaking up families because they know you guys are so dumb and you don't see stuff coming that they've invested their entire livelihood into, into uh, the breakdown of marriage. I want you to think about this. It is a billion-dollar industry in which people intentionally go into knowing they basically are shorting the marriage market. This is what we call the big short. Okay, they're shorting the market going, I'm going to invest in law school so I can learn family law. Because I know it is a fruitful job opportunity. I will never be poor. <laughs> I will always be in business. This is like being a funeral director. You always going to be in business. The second best job to a funeral director is a divorce attorney. You will never go out of business. There's always going to be business towards you. This is how this, this is how you know. This is very predictable. Only people that don't accept this are people that wish it were different. All right. Uh, shout out to your boy school, TGIF. Shout out to the coach gang. Coach ain't never lied. Continuing on. And anyone who disagrees with me, again, go watch the documentary Divorce Corp, C-O-R-P. It explains it very uh, specifically. Uh, let's continue with this this woman. I mean, goodness. Here's what super would get me in the mood. If you would take bedtimes three nights a week, if when you walk in the door, I know you're tired, but if you just did a scan of this living room and made sure the toys were up, if while I'm taking a shower after the kids are in bed, if you would just... I haven't showered in three days and I smell like a bag of onions. Is any of this turning you off? Nothing. Run through this bedroom and make sure it's picked up. Chore play. Rock your ever loving world. So, <laughs> wait a minute. So, he just introduced chore play and she laughed at him. Watch. By the way, I've seen wives wear the same clothes every morning to drop their kids off to school, they don't be jumping in the shower. Same pants they had on yesterday. Um, he introduced chore play as a means to get sex from his wife. This is a this is a sign of an immature couple in which they believe that she can still leverage sex uh, over the guy, right? She can still use sex over the guy to get him to perform. It would be similar as if he tried to leverage money over his wife. 
um, it would be considered some sort of financial abuse. But she could still leverage sex over the guy. That's an immature woman, right? So watch this. I'm going to play that part again. If you would just run through this bedroom and make sure it's picked up, I'm going to rock your ever-loving world. Now, I disagree with that. I disagree with that. I think if you're as a husband having to do what you're doing as a husband already, she hasn't complained about him not pro providing. She hasn't complained that they're in the poorhouse. She hasn't complained that he doesn't show up and take care of the kids. He sounds like he's doing everything he needs to do. And now he has to go above. He has to go above and beyond to now clean up for her to rock his world. Guys, if you're in a marriage like this, I would run fast. Out. This is crazy. This is crazy advice. I disagree with this one. He's been spot on so far to try to open up, uh, but he's going to realize he's delusional. Uh, but I don't agree with men having to do this. This is ridiculous, right? It gets ridiculous. Let's go ahead and continue. Right. And right. here's the thing for you. She don't believe him. Is when we get out of step with intimacy, I wish there was another way to say this because it sounds so perfunctory, but we have to practice our way back into intimacy and practice our way back into desire. No, 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 no. You can't negotiate desire. I think Rolo Tomasi has said that, and the only reason I know that is because I think Donovan Sharp has probably acknowledged that Rolo Tomasi said it. I don't listen to Rolo Tomasi, so I wouldn't know. But I think Donovan Sharp has credited Rolo saying something like that. So what I mean to say is this. You're trying to negotiate intimacy. You can't do that, right? There's no way. If she's not aroused by you, there's nothing that you can do. If she's putting you through paces saying you got to keep uh, 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 negotiating her intimacy, her, her arousal towards you, you're done. He needs to find another wife and get out now. And that means you have to know, I, uh, I may not be interested right now, but if we get going, I'm going to love this, right? Okay. And uh, so it's, it's you. Uh, this is the old, uh, in the middle of sex, you'll appreciate it. Practicing, it's him practicing, it's you being very clear. Here's, here's the offs for me, and here are the ons, and the ons are simple. You don't even have to say anything about my body anymore. I know I'm smoking hot. You married me. Let's move past that. The kids don't need to know that. And here's what would really help out. It would so she's going to do this for years and years and years. She really don't want to be with him no more. Um, and she's going to be, this is when I tell you, women will think they still have a marriage with you, even that there's no sex. I said that yesterday, we're, but we're still married, but we're not even intimate, but we're still married. You know what I mean? Um, and, and she'll sit up under him as a provider, getting all of the things that she can get. She's getting 85% of what she wants from him. She's just not getting the rest. And she wants to get it from somewhere else, potentially. Um, he's in a no-win situation. And she'll stay with him for another five, 10 years, just like this. Cheating or cucking him out or emasculating him or just making him beg. It would free my soul to be all about you and not all about this and 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 this. And dude, you'll be giving him the greatest gift any spouse can give their 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 other partner, and that's clarity and a path to me. Okay. 
I just have one question with that. My yeah. husband is. She was like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, 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 whatever with all that. She just literally checked out. She was like, yeah, whatever for with all that. But anyway, this is what I else what I want to know. You hear how she skipped over that? She brushed right off. She brushed that off. She was like, yeah, what? Well, anyway, he ain't getting no peace leave around here. But uh, you hear that? <laughs> Negotiate sex? Nah, man. Intimacy? Nah, I ain't giving them no peace leave. Nah. Next. Is really great about helping oh, out. Hold on. Clarity and a path to me. So I, let's listen to her. Okay. I do have one question with that. My yeah. husband is is really great about helping out, taking. I'm definitely in this season of life. I'm definitely a like a, an acts of service, love language receiver. Awesome. And so he is really awesome about doing that already. And I know you had mentioned that I'm going to have to practice getting back into intimacy and whatnot. Mm-hmm. But what about the times that he does all those things and that it's still just a no from me? There you go. There it is right there. There it is. That's why she skipped past it. Because she, she, no, this woman is one foot out the door. Okay. This is all she is. This is why she's calling into the show. She's literally says, yeah, but he does all that. He's perfect. He's great. He's a great father. He cleans up. Uh, he cleans up the bed. He folds up the clothes. He does his own laundry. He folds his own clothes. He changes the oil. He blows the lawn. He cleans the house. He does the dishes. He cooks three days a week. He takes the kids to school. <laughs> the woman basically like, yeah, he does all that. Now what? I'm not happy. <laughs> then she tried to throw the love language. I'm an acts of service person, so he already knows that. So he does these things already. He still don't get me wet. Because I feel like... It, all those things can be done, but it still could have been a really tough day with the kids. Because it's so hard. The day's so hard. I'm not happy, bro. You can't win with this, bro. You can't win with her. He did all that stuff, and it's still nah, no peace leave for you. I'm at home with them all day long. It's because um, she's the victim. Just a no from me because I feel like it. All those things can be done, but it still could have been a really tough day with the kids. Because mm-hmm. I'm. <sighs> <laughs> So <laughs> she she's saying it was just a hard day with the kids. She can't suck it up. He got a weak one, man. He got a weak one. I'm at home with them all day. I'm long. at home with them all um, day. Yeah, but I was at work all day. You think it was a damn vacation that I went on? They will think you went on a vacation. Continuing. Um, and I'm just like, no. And that's like five days in a row because they. Five days in a row are long tough days yeah is there a so one totally honor that totally get that is there a way that you find rest and release through that with him or no not really so she's not interested in sex they they're done that they they, they, they're done they're done that that marriage is over but again, once the, once the marriage is over, he's going to financially lose. He's going to have to pay alimony and child support. He's going to have to pay alimony. I don't know what, you know, we talked about how it affects their military benefits. Um, he's, he's, he's done. He's done. He won't, he'll be, he'll be eating beans and rice from here on out. He done. It, and, and it's important for you to be honest about that. Right. Because some of that may no, be hormonal. Not really, some, and I've told them. Yeah, and some of that may be hormonal. Some of that may be just season right now. Some of that mm-hmm. may be 
there's a hundred different reasons why that might be, right? Yeah. Um, right. When you get going, are you glad mm-hmm. that you got going or no? Is it still a chore all the way through? Depends on the. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he even tilted his head. So when he's giving her, when she, when she gives him sex, she ain't into it half the time. He even tilted his head. Watch this. He like this broad done. Yeah. Um, right. When you get going, are you glad mm-hmm. that you got going or no? Is it still a chore all the way through? Depends on the. De- <laughs> depends on the. Depends on the time. Depends on the time. Is I it- would say like 50-50. Like Woo! half the time I'm like, let's get this over with. And another half of the time I'm like, all right, I'm here. <laughs> like Okay. So remember. <laughs> Remember, I've told you about this one um, for people who've never been married. This is the whole hurry up, uh, try to be quick. I just changed the sheets. Don't get the sheets dirty. Don't come come on my stomach. Don't come inside of me so it won't drip. Uh, when you're done with her, she gets up in a huff, wipes it off like it was a chore. You know what I mean? And this happens a lot. And believe me, I don't care how big your salami is, how it. This happens a bunch in marriage, a bunch. If you don't believe me, try it out yourself. All right. It becomes a chore. All right. Marriages, just go to any church, any marriage counseling program. This is very common in marriage. This is the whole thing about that little clip that I show you. Uh, why when 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 she put it out, most people agreed. Oh, that's so me. Oh, that's my marriage. This one right here. Are you serious? I, I I had a chili dog for lunch, okay? I'm a little bloated. That clip right there, that is very common so that when people see that clip, they can completely relate. It has nothing to do with how big, you can blow her back out. It doesn't matter. She's lost arousal for you. That's what, that's what point of the marriage she is, she's in. Uh, continuing on here. Uh, and once you get, guys, there's no solution for this. This is just divorce. Or it's going to be a hand-picked marriage. She's just basically going to have to suck it up. This is great. What are the what are the what are the differences in those two? Um, the differences is I would say I. What are the differences in those two? This girl don't know nothing, bro. She she's not. She, you know what's going on here. She's she might be cheating. There might be something underlying here, but she has no arousal for him. So when she said 50-50, sometimes I'm happy I was here. Sometimes I just wanted to get it over with. And then he says, well, what's the difference? She don't know. Um, or she won't say. The difference is, is, I would say, I, and not to slight my husband, he's a wonderful guy, but sometimes I just feel like he comes to me like a teenage boy. Yep. So he was the good man. So let's just call it what it is. He was the good man. You're such a good man. You're such a good man. He was this one. That's you. All right. That's who he was. All right. He married her. This this is the Boyce Watkins. We would call it the Boyce Watkins condition. Uh, she's not aroused by him. This is this is her, basically. This might be the same woman. Um, and here's a secret that many guys don't know, especially in today's day and age, is that women love nice guys. <laughs> we may not understand how much we love and appreciate them until we're a little older. Um, and we've gotten that sort of asshole phase out of our systems. Uh, 
I'd say by our late 20s, early, early 30s is uh, the point in our lives when we're just exhausted by the jerks and we have no time in our lives anymore for them. So we really start looking for men who uh, we know will be great long-term partners, a.k.a. nice guys, right? And that's you. Yeah, she has a long-term partner. That's what she got. And? And that's you. So she has no arousal. We really love nice guys, all right? And so she said, my husband's great. He's a great father. He's a great provider. Yeah, but. And that's you. <laughs> oh, boy. Continuing on here. And whatnot. And I'm like, okay, yeah, let's just get this over with so that you can leave me alone for three nights. Damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Let's just get this over with. Let's just get it over with. Guys, five minutes, 10, 15, 20 minutes tops. This broad can't donate 20 minutes back to her husband. Let's just get this over with. I'll lie here like a Carl's Jr. star. I'll look at the ceiling. You do whatever with me. Do whatever you must so I can down. <laughs> and yeah. then we can revisit this when things start peaking again for you. And I'll just deal with it then. And part of that is like I'm I'm the emotional regulator for three little ones mm -hmm. and myself all day long. And so I'm like, you come to me like this and even though you've done all the things, the cleaning of the house or just whatever, all those things are done or we've taken care of them together and whatnot. It's like I feel like I'm back to emotionally regulating mm -hmm. for somebody else. And I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And that's you. I don't want to do it. At the end of my day, I want to like sit down and just do or take care of the things that need to be taken care of and whatnot. Um, there's a lot of me that's like, you deal with you and, and I'll deal with me and then we can just come together. And I know that's awful, but it just feels like some nights that's what it is. And I can't. So uh, I'm just like. Emily, I want to give you a, a brief pass for a second. You have okay. two three-year-olds and a one-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't forever. Yeah. This is a season. Okay. Mm -hmm. And there is this level. I I know you've talked to him. Have you ever said mm -hmm. that? What you just said? Yeah, I've said that before. Have so she, dude, see, she dead on the inside for sure. Um, and uh, there's something else that she's not telling us. You know what I mean? There's something else that she's not telling us. Uh, she might feel guilty that one of the kids ain't really his. There's something else. So, um, you know, she's disconnected from this guy. Have you given him another way, another path to you that's not a middle school boy or a high school boy? Like, have you articulated what that means? She ain't got no answers. I've articulated that I feel like. Uh, well, I feel like I've said it in different ways, but it all kind of leads back to that. Okay, I want you to think about it and think about the clarity there. Because when you say, hey, you, I feel like you're just coming at me like a middle school boy. My guess is, again, he's not here to, to defend himself. My guess is he's thinking, this is how we've always interacted. I've always told you that I think of nothing but you and I want you and you are all into that. And now it's shifted. Mm -hmm. And suddenly he's feeling chastised for the way y'all used to communicate. And so yeah. it's not that the way you feel is wrong. The way you feel is right. It's the way you feel. 
Now, now this is where I say this is pointless, right? So she's he's trying to negotiate with her. She's out of in her own world. She's either lying or she's delusional. And you guys start trying to negotiate with this, but you're not getting to the real problem. Uh, and this is what happens when you go to marital counseling. You'll do this for about two years and then she'll reveal the problem. Well, what really is, is I had an affair and the one kid ain't yours. Eight years later, <laughs> you be like, what? Is that what it's been? It's always going to be something that it was. You know what I mean? And then now you can't go back and correct that. But you've lived with her for two, three, five years trying to work out a problem, which if she would have just been honest of what it really was, I don't love you no more. Let's just separate. Instead, you spent all that extra time trying to make it work. And then you could have got right to the problem. This is what marriage is. This is what marriage is, bro. Mm -hmm. And I'll say the way that he used to come at you was how what you loved. It's about yeah. developing a new way. Okay. And so by just by saying, hey, this is no good anymore, which is f not only fine, it's beautiful. It's, it's, we, all of us shift and change throughout our, our marriage. It's great. Mm -hmm. But it's what's the next path. And I love to hear you say, no, sometimes it's all in. Sometimes there's things about the way he comes at me or the way we end up together that are incredible. Mm. And other you cannot reinvigorate desire. Once you've lost desire, it's over. It's never coming back. I mean, you could use a person's body, but the desire is not coming back. This is a waste of time. Times are not. Other times I feel like he's just being a middle school boy and I'm just some girl on the playground. And it's being able to say, this is what made this mm -hmm. completely on. And this is what made this off. Okay. And he's going to have to practice new ways of coming at his wife. Imagine. Yeah. And Imagine. you are going to have to give yourself some grace, sister, because you got two three-year-olds and a one-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> Everything is bananas. And right. uh, expect your desire to be low because your body is taking care of three other humans. And in some right. ways, it sounds like a fourth human, too. Yeah. Emotionally. Give your so now she's, now she's the mother right to this guy she's got to take care of his emotions like that wasn't part of the job that wasn't part of the job all right she knew that that was part of the job all right but now she don't want to do the job no more sell some space she's she's fully invested as they say she's fully vested where if this doesn't work out she's got a financial windfall facing some peace there and okay. remember He's practicing in a new way of coming at his wife, and he needs your help for clarification. What what are ways that smoke? That he is just doing what he's. It's different because we got three little ones. Right. Okay. Is that fair? Yeah, that and that all sounds exactly right. That he is just doing what he's always practiced, and I've not given him a clear another clear path. So, and um, he might come and say, occasionally, I want to pretend like we're in yeah. college again. Yeah. And that will be his weird little college fantasy. And then you can decide whether you're in on that one or not, right? We all, yeah, everyone right. in the world's got like, what if we, uh, you know, yeah. whatever. Um, and so. Every oh, anyway, man, I just. <laughs> Guys, that's marriage, especially for white people. All right. That's white people marriage stuff right there. All right, and if you guys want to know, man, they make up 60% of our country. That's white women are notorious for that. Notorious. If you want to be called a spade a spade, that's some that's some Caucasian George W. Bush marriage right there. That's a traditional George W. Bush Caucasian marriage. <laughs>
That's what y'all going to go through right there. That is the community marriage. You think the community is bad. The community, all these suburban households, dry, drier than the Sahara Desert. Total dry. All right, bait and switch at its best. So continuing on with the Super Chats. A man supporting man said, with all that being said, Coach, I am not marrying a modern woman, LOL. All right, that was following up with what you said previously. Um, Elijah Bryant, men, this is why we don't put women on a pedestal right there. All right, Nigel Diggs, chore play creates divorce. Plus, she's a military wife. They cheat like crazy. The divorce rate is in the, uh, the divorce rate is in the crapper, all right, um, in the, in the military. And so they learn this, especially if he's probably been away and serving tours of duty and that. She's already got something else going on. Brock Landers met a 45-year-old. Well, here, scrolled up. All right. Got a nose hair tickling me here. Uh, where did it go? Brock Landers. He says, uh, met a 45-year-old woman last weekend who dumped her husband because her teenage daughter said she was a doormat Told me she will upgrade. Yeah, yeah. She ain't upgrading a damn thing. All right. What she she might have been a doormat. That might have been possible. She might have been a doormat, but it, it she's not upgrading any damn thing. She's gonna be alone for a long time. All right. She's gonna be alone for a lot of years, but she's gonna collect a lot of pipe though in the process. And she's gonna have what we call the illusion of choice. Um, she's gonna be disillusioned because she thinks she's gonna have choice out there because a lot of people will want to have sex with her. But none of these men were going to commit to her. Um, LM Twan, too, says, I bet this is has nothing to do with the man. This is about her going through some changes. Yes. Again, the bait and switch can occur. Again, if she's a feminist, what will happen is um, she'll either become a feminist or somebody will indoctrinate her into feminism, meaning, you know, your husband, your husband is such a good guy. And they'll bust up their marriage. This is what happens when good marriages get busted up because they have toxic friends around them. Oh, you know, he's too good. He's too perfect. He should do this. You should do that. And somebody will indoctrinate her into blowing up her own relationship and marriage. All right. Uh, Edmund Dante says, I won't, it won't let me super chat. YouTube is trash. All right. Yeah, she might be sabotaged. Somebody else is sabotaging their relationship. Uh, as you guys know, women don't make decisions on their own. Oftentimes, they need a push to make decisions. Um, so she don't make these decisions by herself. She didn't arrive at these feelings by herself. These feelings were, um, these feelings were brought up by somebody bringing attention to something, and now she don't want to put out. Um, Phil D says, no, no, I'm here. Wee Lance says, hey, coach, just finished your mate selection stream. Fire. Thank you, man. That's, when, uh, that's a good one. Phil D, marriage always comes down to two choices. Eventually, become a yay, yay, what? Or leave. Or this guy right here. <laughs> uh, I believe Randy Shoot says, hey, coach, can I ask you something? When does the praying mantis return to Kung Fu Panda? Wait, when does the praying mantis return to Kung Fu Panda? Some simp ass, right? He says, like the button is free, man. I'm not sure what that is. <laughs> Kung Fu Panda, I'm not sure what that is. Uh, speaking my mind says for the collect collection plate, 
Music is Life says, what about a blended family marriage coach? They may have the same outcome. Nope. A blended family? Nope. Blended, blended families are a disaster, man. They're disastrous. I know people don't want to hear this. I mean, the Brady Bunch is no more. Like, how much blend do you need? Like, how much blend are you going to put in there? You're going to get her three kids and your two together? Shout out to Mike Hawk. Says she has. she's a full-blown dependaponymous. He needs to DTB her. Yeah, she's basically taking his resources, man, for sure. XL Pro Services says, supporting my real ones. Yes, sir. Thank you, sir. And I got all the cash apps. The U.S. Army retired. The modern-day FIFA can eventually change their mind, even if the FIFA was a Christian, no kids, great attitudes, and cooperative. So she's essentially changing her mind. She's like, yeah, I wanted to do that, but now I don't want to do that no more. But I want to stay married. This is what she's doing. I wanted you. I got what I wanted. All right. Now I don't want you no more. What do I do? Well, what I'll do is I'll still be a dependapotamus. I'll still marry you. I'll still get the benefits of being married to you. I just won't do anything for you anymore. Right. That's basically what she's saying. She's like, look. Yeah, all that stuff I used to do back here, I ain't doing it no more. So now what? Right. And you're going, well, I don't want to lose time with my kids. I don't want to lose my assets. I don't want to lose my alimony. I don't want to lose money to that. I don't want to pay a lawyer. I don't want to go to divorce court. So, okay, honey. Okay. Now, when this happens, they're going to blame you, sir. They're going to blame you guys. You're going to take the blame for this 100%. And in my world, yeah, you should take the blame because you should have known. Cooper Time says, Coach, one of my boys has been married for five to six years and his wife lets him hit it about twice a year and makes him wear a rubber <laughs> because she doesn't want to take birth control. Give her, give him the buzzer. Guys, I've known marriages like that. Trust me, I've known marriages like that where the woman doesn't want to take birth control, so he has to wear a condom with his wife. Now, I'll be damned if I'm going to wear a condom with my wife. Hell no. Well, I don't want to take birth control. Well, if you won't, if you don't wear a condom, you need to hell. No, I'm telling you, bro. You guys think this is a game. This is very common. You know why you don't hear about it? It's because men are afraid to talk about it. Men don't want to walk around talking about they only bang their wife six times in a in a year. Nobody's gonna admit that. But there's been times that when I was married, we could go six months without having anything. Six months. I know we went one time six months without having any sex. Six. All right. And what happens is you're going through all this effery, right? Trying to figure things out. Not a lot of guys going to admit this. And let me just tell you something. I'm going to tell you something right now. It has nothing to do with how well you put it down in bed. Trust me, it doesn't. It has nothing to do with it. They're one foot out. They're, they don't have the desire to please you like that anymore. Most of the time, it's kind of like this. I want to equate it to something like this because people are always going to say, well, if you were blowing her back out, it has nothing to do. What it has to do with is it's kind of like, um, let's say, let's say um, you wanted something very bad. You wanted something bad and um, you wanted it so bad. I want it. I want it. I want it. And then you found a person that can give you that one thing. And then that one person that gives it to you says, hey, man, if, if, if I give you this, you should be able to 
come please me or come do something for me, you know, over time, over this period of time. This is what you're going to do for me. If I give you this, you're going to show up and clean my house. Let's just take it away from sex. If I give you the money up front, you're going to come clean my house for 10 months. Well, the first time you give it to them, they're going to clean your house and it's going to be spick and span spotless. But now that they got that thing, they're not going to clean the house up. They're going to make excuses. Oh, I can't come today. Can I come tomorrow? Can I come next week? And when they come clean, it's not going to be spick and span anymore. You've already given them what they wanted. And now that they got what they wanted, they don't no longer have to put out as much as they did to get you to give them, get them what they wanted. And so now that they, you paid them up front, they don't do it as well anymore. They don't have the desire to do it as well anymore because the desire has already been fulfilled by getting what they wanted. What they really wanted was to get what they wanted, not to clean your house. Same thing with marriage and sex. Sex was for them to get the children out. Now she got the children. She no longer needs to please you sexually. But their need for please you sexually was there because she wanted to get children out of it. This happens all the time. This happens all the time. And people are afraid to talk about it. And then you start going, what? well, I don't have to have sex with her that much. I don't need it that much. Maybe I'm in the wrong Maybe I'm in the wrong for wanting my desires. Maybe I'm over-sexing her. Maybe I'm putting too much pressure on her. And then you start getting it once a week, once every other week, once a month, once a year. Then you're jagging off the prawn. Then she catches you. How dare you jack off the prawn? And you're like, what? See, that's why I'm not giving it to you because you've probably been jagging off and you want me to look like them young Teenage, barely legal girls from the junior college. That's why. And I just made me so easy. <laughs> okay. Then you feel bad. Now they made you feel bad for having a normal desire. And you basically invested in this wife to get this desire from her. That was her job. Ma'am, you had one job. You had one job is to fulfill me probably almost when I need it for 20 minutes every day. Now, as I get older, I'll want this less. Okay. But you got one job and this is what you were hired. Sexual exclusivity. You weren't hired for companionship. You weren't hired for any of that. You were hired for me to pass my genetics on and sexual pleasure. That's why I paid for you to remove you from the market. Now, I got to still negotiate that once I remove you from the market. Why am I paying for it? Or if I pay for it and you give it to someone else that didn't invest in you, why did I invest in you? You had one job and now you don't want to do that job anymore. So what's the point of me staying married to you now? Please tell me what's the point. Well, I talk to you and I have your kids and I'm raising them. That means nothing, bro. I need some sex. That's what I need, and that's why you're here. And then if anybody wants to say otherwise, then they're guilting you out of the one thing that you hired them for. That's like somebody, I hired you to fix my car. Well, I don't want to fix your car, but I washed the tires. <laughs> I'm not going to fix the car, though. But the tires got armor all on it. 
<laughs> That's what they're selling you when you get into a sexless marriage and they guilt you into wanting your car fixed. Well, you only want your car to run. You don't need a car to run. Uh, okay. Uh, put some armor on my tire. Yeah, at least it'll look nice. <laughs> a man supporting men. Chore play sounds lame as F. Chore play is dumb. I do not subscribe to chore play. Guys, if you are participating in chore play to make your wife or be aroused by you, you are a flat out fool. All right. That is the easiest way to divorce. Um, Let me see here. I had a funny video related to that that I can't play the audio because then it'll get a copyright. Although we were. Where is it at? I'm getting close to finding it. But chore play. No. No, 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 no. Guys, I've, I've fallen into that, and I realized then I started doing 80% of the work. And then she didn't even have to do any chores around the house because I was running around doing it. <laughs> She's like, hey, he going to take care of it. And then I get done doing all the chores, wanting some peace leave, and she going to get dressed to go to girls' nights out. Hold up. The reason you got all that energy to go shake your ass is because I've been doing all the work around here. And at the end of it, all you get is, you're such a good man. I can't find the video. You're such a good man. Thank you for being a good man. Now I'm going to go get that peace leave that you paid for and just did all them chores for. I'm going to just go give it to somebody else, or I'm going to at least entice someone else with it. Esteban Leon says, marriage is about duty. Most women want ju just want to have fun, or most women just want fun and are lazy. This is what, I'm sorry, this is why I don't, want any other than anything other than peace leave hashtag chore play so yeah she gets lazy on you people in general are going to get lazy on you channel 1800 dumb says you want me to go to work i haven't showered in three days i smell like a bag of onions coach and the bean dog the next day he says no more money now yeah as soon as you remove it like let's look she can remove sex but let's see you remove money why she married you money ish issues here Let's say you said, well, I ain't paying the mortgage this month. Why? When you ain't give me no sex. Well, what do you mean? You can't just stop paying the mortgage. Yes, I can. Because you can stop giving me sex. It's not the same. This is my body and it's my choice. Okay, it's my choice to pay the mortgage. Uh, Find your portion of the mortgage. See, you be called, you be called all kind of abusers then, right? That's financial abuse. And you be called all kind of abusers. It's the same thing. And then they give you some sloppy-ass performance. All right, no excuse lifestyle, Rocky Cage. What's up, coach? I'm going back to North Carolina next week. That video raised tons of red flags. I've been busy on my grind, and I've been watching a lot of your videos. I don't know if you heard this, but you look like NFL coach Lovey Smith. Yeah, we did a show on that. We did a, not a show, but we did highlight that I did look like Lovey Smith, and I'm, Coach Gang is coaching the Texans next year. All of us going to be calling plays next year. Garfield Banga says, listen to the coach. I'm following the free agent lifestyle well on my way to six figures. It's not easy, but compared to the Disney alternative, it is bliss. I'll be on at the Porsche dealership by the end of the year. Congratulations, Maine. That's how we do it. Yeah, I don't I don't do that Disney stuff. Again, I always tell women we can do that romance thing for about an hour. I got an hour a week for that. Make you feel good. Reserve reservations at the restaurant. Have a seat. Get your meal. Then we'll go dancing in the rain, dancing on the ceiling. We'll be singing, singing down the street. We'll be twirl, we'll be twisting around the lampposts. 
Yeah, we'll do all that stuff. And then your face going to be buried in the pillow. Now we doing prawn. All right. We exchange a little romantic time and feel good. Now we're doing pornography. That's what we doing. <laughs> I'm not doing that Disney stuff. I'm not it, with it. And I think hopeless romantics are hopeless and they're toxic. All right. Yep. I'll pull up in the horse and carriage. I'll pull up in my Porsche, have people open up the door for you. Valet park, get dressed in your high heels and your red dress. We'll do that for about an hour. All right. But I guarantee you, you will have your insides pushed to your esophagus prior to that. And afterwards. <laughs> Sell your ass a dream. A man supporting me says, Coach, this is so depressing. F-U-C-K marriage. Yes, sir. Uh, this is the modern marriage that they they want you to put up with this. Shout out to uh, Sheldon Ross. This is a damn shame. I really feel sorry for that guy because she definitely didn't. Um, and during, um, she definitely didn't shoot him down as a bad person. All right, Zirak says, women engage intimacy today like they engage relationship formation. They expect men to do everything, and the little they do is enough. Yep, and he says, the other, that, and then they're the other half of the relationship and should behave as such. Yeah, she literally was like, yeah, I don't want to do nothing. I don't want to do nothing. He works. He works hard. He comes and cleans up. I just, with the kids all day, um, handing out. Dino chicken nuggets and cutting, uh, cracking graham crackers in half. Pulling string cheese long, giving them juice boxes, making tombstone pizza. All right. That's what I do all day. And yeah, I don't want to do anything else. I'm done. Mr. Nachalot, this sounds agonizing. Give her the Martin Luther Lee stare with divorce papers. We'll give her the Martin Luther Lee stare real quick, real brief. Do her explanations as to why she's messed up. Well, I stare Martin Luther Lee at her because she's lying about something. She's lying about something. All right. All right. Uh, Edmund Dante says on Twitter, some female friends I know, uh, one of the moms were discussing. Whoa, I scrolled. One of the moms were discussing uh, how her children opened a package of hers and it was a vibrator. It was a Peace Leaves sipping one. And we think these women are wives. Buzzer, please. Yeah. Um, again, she's already pleasuring herself when the kids take a nap, I'm sure. Never think that women are going sexless. I just want the guys to notice. She's explaining she's not in the mood. She's not in the mood for him. Women, typically, there's very few asexual women. Some women can go with out desire and pleasure for a uh, amount of time, right? Uh, but don't believe that she ain't giving nothing or she's getting no pleasure. She's getting something from somewhere. It is, all right? Proud producer, produced by Mifi. Thank you for your super chat. Brown 310, remember ladies' feet pictures can be posted on Locals. Hey, that's another one. We got to put the links to Locals in there. And we also have a Discord too. Juan Pamera's coach, she claims she does so much for her children and yet her and her home, yet she has an hour to lie and complain to Dr. John. Never negotiate with XX is never. Yeah, where were the kids in the background? All right, ACDC coach, this is post slut clarity. She was a prolific 304 and a succeeder, and now that she's a mother, her husband advances uh, give her PTSD. 
All right. So that can be true, too. That's why she's did that shoe. And that's you. Um, she was exhausted by the jerks, but she wants to return to the jerks. Mike Trimmer, coach five years away from retirement. Uh, 20 years of the greatest achievement is being childless and no wife. That man was involved in a heist in which he is the victim. Wow. That man was involved in a heist in which he is the victim. The heist was the marriage. All right. That was definitely what she used. Um, I, I think we were kind of talking about this, about something else. And I was saying, well, men have been victims to uh, financial abuse through marriage since forever. Where women will marry based on their need, their need at the time. And then they'll just take them through the divorce grinder when they don't need them no more. They're like, I don't need them no more. And there's a benefit. Yeah, that guy was involved in the heist, and he's the victim. J-Flo, congratulations. You have one piece lead for the rest of your life. Watch old school, and you will get it. Don't get married. Coach gang. Yes, sir. F uh, Feek the Geek says, Coach, off topic, my wife just wrote a three-page paper. Put it on the refrigerator. She says she's, I'm not happy. And I need to figure <laughs> out what I want, and she wants to take a break. Shaking my heel, the marriage real is real. Coach, this is crazy. So, uh, Feek the Geek, I know a lot of marriage men watch me because their marriages are in turmoil. And uh, essentially, he's cred giving credibility to this marriage will. And so now, now what, what's going on is now she just put a three-page, I'm writing you a four-page letter, and I enclosed it with the kiss. <laughs> All right? And when I write this letter, you better read it on time. Hey, it's over, guys. It's over. And this is where guys don't initiate divorce. Just go down to your divorce lawyer. T turn the paper over. Give the, your divorce lawyer the paper and just uh, divorce. <laughs> All right, it's over. She says, I'm not happy. <laughs> it's over. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. It's time to say goodbye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Goodbye. Goodbye. Hey, man, save yourself some time. Save yourself some time. Just, just delete her, man. Not, no, wait, wait, wait. Don't delete her like that. Get rid of her, bro. She dead weight. Just chalk it up, man. You're going to have to pay the piper. Pay the piper and get the hell out of there, bro. Ain't no point in saving that, bro. She out of here, bro. In these streets. What's she say? I'm in these streets now. All right, Bramble Bush says, Coach, can you do a show? Can you do a show on how to plan for a divorce? Man, have I, I've done it before, but it might be time to do it again. I see brothers are in trouble out here. <laughs> I see brothers are struggling. Because... Women initiate divorce 80% of the time. We try to use that statistic against women as to show them that they are the ones out here causing divorces. But the reality is men don't pull the trigger. I mean, we're talking about that's an analogy. You guys need to start filing for divorces from these women. You guys need to start telling them to kick rocks. All right. Uh, because they're shit testing you. And, um, then they're seeing how much they can get out of you, and then they're going to basically just divorce you in the end anyway. Larsa Pippen. All right, just get rid of this, bro. So how to file for it, how to prepare to, or how to plan to divorce. All right, how to plan to divorce.
All right. This is what I call call their bluff. Call their bluff. Call their bluff. Just pack up your stuff. Get 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 the hell out of. I mean, not you got to guys got to be careful with how you do that too. Uh, we could talk about that. Speaking, my mind says got a Mortal Kombat finishing button sound. Yes, indeed. Wait. Yes, indeed. Wait. I need to get a Mortal Kombat one because this is from another one right here. But sometimes you can't use them. M. Lavo, our lack of admitting things as men is sometimes our demise. We bottle up our emotions and become tight physically. Most sex dwindles in with one mate. It's okay, guys. Look, if your wife loses a desire for you, this is why I don't believe in forever after in, in marriage over a long time. I don't believe it because you can't be desire. You can't desire the same person that much. You cannot. All right. I get tired of women after a couple of performances. All right. After a couple of times of having them, I'm done with them. I'm like, there's nothing else here unless I'm really physically attracted to them, not the person. I'm physically attracted to her characteristics. That is the only way I can keep arousal. If I'm somewhat attracted to her characteristics, I can have her four or five times and that be it. Okay, so uh, when it comes to a wife, when it comes to a wife, there's only so many times you can get aroused by a wife and vice versa. There's only so many times she can be aroused by you. Most of the time, their arousal is dependent on either you're a champion in the bed or they think they can get something out of trading this to you. So it's okay. I don't, I'm not mad at any one of these situations here. This is why people get erectile dysfunction. Erectile dysfunction comes from not being able to be aroused by the same person. So you got 60 year old people that have been married for 35 years and they wonder why this dude can't get it up no more. And she believes he can't get it up for anybody. But I guarantee you, if she brought home somebody from the junior college who needed some textbooks, he'll be full salute. Reporting for duty, he'll be ready to go in no time flat. If she surprised him with a naked junior college girl in the bedroom, he'll be ready to go. Poing! And she'll have to deal with the fact that she's she's not an arousing person to that more, uh, person anymore. But we play these games with our biology. We need to just admit it. Long-term sexual partners is a low percentage chance that people actually do well with that. Very low. Some people can do it. Most people can't. We're not programmed for this. This is societal stuff that we're doing. So when people decide, no, I'm not going to do that, we should be literally let people do it that way. Okay, okay. You're not going to have desire for a person sexually. Well, what am I going to get from it? She better be good in every other area because if she's an asshole everywhere else, I'm not dealing with her. She better be good in bed so I can accept her being an a-hole. Or if she's going to be an a-hole and not performing her duty in bed, I need to get rid of the whole woman. But what you're saying is this. Men are our own worst enemies because we won't admit these things are happening to us until it's too late. Women will tell the world. They'll call up a TV show, and we'll sit there and try to figure it out. All right, I'll be better in bed for her. I'll give her this. I'll do that. I'll do the chores. I'll do this. I'll do that. Da, 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 da. Ten years later, <laughs> Donker the Geek the Greek says, I watched the Insta story of a guy I know who was great, who was gifted a PS5 by his girl. She wrote, now he'll leave me alone as a caption. <laughs> Jesus. Now he'll leave me alone. Wow. Unbelievable. 
Guys, sex is used. Uh, uh, most women, immature or not, sex has been always used to get things. Many of them never mature out of this. I keep explaining this, explaining it, explaining it. Ever since they were young, the first time they remembered someone wanting them for sexual use, what did they do? Did they give it to them? Some women do, some women don't. Once they figured out, ha ha, I can promise to do things for this person and get him to do what he wants, get them to do what I, what I want. And I can string this along for however how long I want. If I want to get this guy into sex, I can still make him jump through hoops and hurdles. And she does this 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 26, 27. She gets married. She starts it over. Leverage again. I need to promise him sex so I can get the following. And once I get the following, then I can keep playing this game. 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 44, 54. Some people still leverage this game. And they never grow out of it. They never say, okay, sex is part of the deal. I need to figure out how to be a better person. Okay. <laughs> sex is already part of the deal. He bought that. Literally, I bought that. I literally took myself off the market, took you off the market so that you are now the sole provider of peace leave to me. I, I shouldn't have to jump through hoops and hurdles anymore. But, oh, you need to make me feel special. Oh, I need a diamond ring. Oh, I need a car. I need a Range Rover. I need a, I need, I need, I'm not happy. You don't have to make me, make me happy. Yo, you need to clean up. You need to, you need to, you need to. She's still making this dude dance like a monkey. Now, why would I be married? Somebody asked me. Somebody answer that question. Why would I be married to her? If I'm going to do that, why don't I just stay single and have a variety of women? I don't get that. Why am I still jumping through? Why am I treating her like uh, we're single? <laughs> like I'm single. I might as well just stay single. <laughs> so I says true love coach yeah dude why so I can get love so anyway one in one black one in black one great topic thanks for all you do the circus never closes no it's a circus and let's just be frank when we're not having sex when we're not having sex with our partners you're probably not enjoying it right you're not enjoying the time you spend not having sex with your partner Pug Dad says, Coach, you should move to Summerlin. You move to Summerlin. I got you a beer and a fistful of 20s for the next junior college conquest. I'm looking at Summerlin. Plus, I've added a couple other places on the list. And um, the problem is there's not that many junior colleges in Las Vegas. <laughs> so there's UNLV, which is a big old junior college. All right, but UNLV got some dusty. Uh, them, them people are in Las Vegas. I can't mess with them. All right, there's not that many good junior colleges. I'm looking at Texas. They got a lot of junior colleges in Texas. <laughs> they got a lot of junior colleges in Texas here. I got money. Trying to think who else. Uh, yeah, Dallas and uh, Las Vegas and the, I'm sorry, uh, Austin. And there's junior colleges everywhere. I would move to Arizona, but, you know, Arizona, they got a lot of junior colleges there in Arizona too. 
They got they got junior colleges everywhere in Arizona. So it's nonstop. They got a university, a major league university. You in the big leagues. But Nevada don't have a bunch of junior colleges. This is mostly Desert Rock. Right? I can't deal with all that Desert Rock. But shout out to you, man. We'll see, brother. Ed, Ed the 304 detector, they call this call. That call was cringe. That lady sounds like the type of uh, to succeed Chad, then go home and kiss her husband with the same mouth. Shout out to you. Somebody says stay in LA. I'm not in LA, but he says stay in California. I know, man. It's it's a tough, it's getting tough. It's a tough decision to make, man. Leaving California, I've left twice already and came right back. It is tough to leave California, man. California is it's one of a kind, but it costs you too much damn money. Too much damn money. Anyway, man, let me do all the cash apps before we go. Thank you for enjoying this show. James says for the dead bedroom fund, get married. Nope. Shout out to you. No marriage, man. I mean, you guys can get married if you want, but you're about pretty much going to go through this. 90% chance. 90% certainty you're going to go through this. So anyway, I'm not going anywhere where it's cold. So don't even offer it up. <laughs> All right. Don't even, if it's cold at any point of the year, I am not going there for no $200,000 farmhouse to live in the middle of Minnesota. I'm not, I'm not doing it. So forget about it. They'd be like, you could get, you could get eight acres in a big country ass farmhouse in Minnesota. Nope. Bro, I live in my my blood is too damn thin to be moving anywhere near any cold. Not doing it. And now I'm not going to Florida. I'm not going to Florida. I can get some snow cows. I can't go to Florida. I, I, I Florida's not for me. I need to be somewhere like I it needs to be warm. It needs to be warm, not humid, not death warm. Florida just be like, you walk outside, the humid, you walking through the air, like, <laughs> in Florida be like this, you walking through the air, like, cutting through the air, like, uh, you got to walk through the air, like, cutting through mosquitoes, right, all kind of stuff, big ass flying cockroaches, birds and stuff, you like, mm. the birds don't even fly in Florida, they be like, when have you went to Florida and see some birds flying? <laughs> they ain't even got birds in Florida. That birds be like, hell no, nah, bro. <laughs> Shit, we ain't flying through this. We got to fly in all these damn cockroaches and mosquitoes. Please, there. We ain't doing all that. No way. I Humidity, no way. I can't do any humidity. It got to be dry. I mean, so damn dry, I walk out, I'm ashy in five minutes dry. All right, so anyway, <laughs> tell me, hey, if you live in bird, bird swim in Florida, for real, when was the last time you seen a bird flying in Florida? Never. I went to Florida, I ain't never seen a bird in the sky. They was like, <laughs> anyway, shout out to everybody here. I'll pick my place. Shout out to everybody. You got to shower three times a day in Florida. Yeah, I ain't trying to do it. I lived in Louisiana, and that told me enough about the South. I was like, I can't do the South. Too damn hot. Somebody says, Coach, what about Utah, son? Um, yes, I, I don't mind Utah. I mean, it's dry there. Uh, it's just cold in January and February. I got to get past that. 
You know, I was snowbird. Somebody mentioned that. I'll probably snowbird. I'll probably live a snowbird life in which I live somewhere one part of the year in another place in another part of the year. Like people in Chicago do that with Phoenix. People in New York do that with Florida. I probably would do a snowbird. And I'm going to figure out snowbird lifestyle. <laughs> Last one, rational irrationality. My cousin says even the junior college has become too old. He says he now goes to high school graduations to find a girl. Oh, oh. be careful there. Be careful there. Because some of these girls be worn out by junior college years too. Anyway, man, shout out to the coach gang. We're going to get out of here, man. Enjoy it. Enjoy life. We out. Peace.